Welcome to this week's edition of Mountain Outhouse News. I'm your host, Jam Jam. This is the craziest shit to happen in running this week. This week's stories include Skylar's 2,000 mile quest, Xavier enters the Hard Rock Lottery, and Runner's World supports banditing races. This week's lead story is all about one man chasing his dreams. This past week, with just 61 days left in 2019, Skylar Skizzlefresh Hall announced publicly that he has every intention to reach 2,000 miles run for the year. Only problem? At the time, he was sitting at 1,409 miles. That's 70 miles a week through the final two months of the year, a feat he's only hit a handful of times in his running career. Do him a favor. Follow him on Instagram and Strava, at Skylar Hall, and give him some encouragement. And if you want to see him reach the milestone in person, join us at the end of the year across the year's multi-day. He's running for 24 hours. Pete Kostelnik, Renaissance pedestrian known for his running across America record he set last year, was back at it again. This time he ran across the US but diagonally from Kenai, Alaska all the way to Key West, Florida. Dubbed the Key to Key, he ran self-supported 5,384 miles in 97 days, six hours, and 57 minutes, which is an average of 55.3 miles per day. He pushed a stroller with his basic supplies on board and was looking pretty tan at the finish. If you do the math, he grinded out an average of 387 miles a week for almost 14 weeks in a row. Hot damn. It's officially lottery season with the opening of Hard Rock this past week. Currently, as of the recording of this show, there are 2,182 entrants in the 2019 lottery, which will take place December 1st. Interesting to note are two new changes this year, the first being the Never Started Lottery will now become known as the Never Finished Lottery. This means that if you do happen to get into Hard Rock off the Never list, but DNF, you will remain in the Never Pool instead of moving up to the way more advantageous Else Lottery. This, I think, is a great move and discourages people from taking up valuable spots just to start the race and then drop out instead of actually intending to finish the run all the way through. The second big deal is the pregnancy deferral. Essentially, if a woman is selected into the entrance list of Hard Rock and becomes pregnant prior to the run, they may defer for up to three consecutive years. Finally, what we've all really been wondering since last July, would Xavier Febnard re-enter the Hard Rock Lottery? Now we have our answer. And that answer is yes. He is on the applicants list. The other big summer lottery is also now open. Western States currently has 5,227 entrants for the 2019 run and will also launch a new pregnancy deferral program themselves. They have both a pregnancy lottery and a pregnancy entry deferral. Basically, women who become pregnant can keep their tickets for up to three lottery cycles, or if they are entered in the race and become pregnant, they can also defer for up to three years. I really applaud this move for both of these races for the ladies in the sport, who sometimes have to balance having a family with their own racing dreams. The other new addition to the lottery, which was raised by some as an issue, is the lottery buy. Baby, bye, bye, bye. This can be used to skip a lottery year without losing all of your tickets. Think pregnancy deferral, but for any damn reason. Currently, in addition to the 5,227 applicants this year, 349 runners have taken the race up on the one-time deferral. Seems this was successful right out of the gates. Nice. At this time of year, we can also take a look at those already entered in the 2019 Western States. There's currently 36 entrants, including last year's top tenors. 
some other international slots, sponsors, and volunteer slots that are pre-given out. One of the most interesting is Dave Mackey, who is back under special consideration after not being able to redeem his 2015 golden ticket earned at Black Canyon that year due to his accident. He's back at it after completing Leadman this summer, and he's gearing up for the big dance in 2019. We'll keep an eye on that. Now for some race results. The final Western States qualifier of the year took place at Rio del Lago, which saw some 251 finishers with Chris Danucci tearing this one up at the front, winning in 16 hours, 36 minutes, just ahead of Greg Miller, who was 17 minutes back. On the ladies' side, Amy Phillips took the win in 21-21, with Asuka Ijuchi second in 22-41. Now over to Utah for the Moab Trail Marathon again, serving as the USATF Marathon Trail champs. Another Anthony Costales, 213 marathoner, who won this year's Moab Red Hot 55K, as well as placed second at last year's trail marathon, this time came away with the win against Andy Wacker, edging him out by just 23 seconds. On the women's side, Rachel Drake took the win in 336, several minutes ahead of Tara Richardson, who was second. Another classic 100 took place in Alabama on the point-to-point -point Penhody 100. Aiden St. Charles won the ladies' race in 21-14, while Jeff Browning took another 100-mile victory in 1630. For Browning, he's put together a seriously kick-ass year, fifth at Western, a win at Hard Rock, third at Run Rabbit, and now this. Wow. Now in some FKT news, we have a new self-supported record on the Arizona Trail, as Wit El Matador Weisbrom completed the north-to-south route on the 800-mile-long trail in 18 days, 16 hours, and 45 minutes. This betters Heather Anish Anderson's previous self-supported best by just over a day, but was still almost three days off Michael Versteeg's overall record. Someday, I'm coming for this one. Mark my word. I'm getting more and more intrigued with the idea of short looped ultras. I'm not talking about 400 meter tracks either. I'm talking shorter. This was a thing back in the pedestrianism era and hasn't made much of a, hasn't made much of a comeback since, but I believe it's coming. Here's one. The Sandlot Marathon is a 26.2 mile run around the bases taking place this upcoming March at a ball field in Minnesota. So sick. That's 384 laps. So I'm not ready to share all the deets yet, but we have our own outhouse backyard ultra in the works on a 150 meter course. It's gonna be nuts. Runner's World graced us with a gem of an article informing us how to properly bandit a race. I'm not kidding. Brought to you by a writer who previously bandited the Boston Marathon. Yes, of all, boss, of all marathons to bandit, shows Boston, which is just a huge slap in the face to those who work to enter the event legitimately. Clearly, they got what they wanted in this by getting people to click and getting people all riled up. But seriously, have some more ethics than that, Runner's World, and quit putting this kind of garbage out into the world. It's never okay to bandit a race. Or to hide in a porta potty. A good friend of the show and in real life, Ricky Gates is added again with a new and unique running concept. Following up last summer's transcontinental run, he's again on a journey run, but this time running every street in the city limits of San Francisco. This project will have Ricky running over 1,200 miles in the next six weeks as he runs back and forth and up and down and sideways all across town. Nominations are up for the USATF Mountain Ultra Trail or Mutt Runner of the Year. 
You can now nominate by going to the American Trail Running Association, or OTRA, website and cast your nominee. There are a total of 17 categories, including Mountain Running, Masters, Subultra Road, and Contributor of the Year. Nominations? Eh, wink, wink. Nominations are open until November 17th, and voting is November 18th through the 23rd. After taking a fall at the Otter Trail, which was the finale for the Golden Trail series this past month, Sage Canada, who previously announced his intentions to go for the 100-mile world record at Desert Solstice, has withdrawn. Heal up, Sage, and we hope to see you healthy and on that track next year. We also have a new date for the 2019 24-Hour World Championships. It was just announced that it will take place October 26th of next year in Albi, France, on a likely 1,000-meter course. May 25th of next year will be likely the last possible qualifying date for consideration for the 2019 U.S. team. We wrap up this week with a sad story coming out of Utah. Derek Jenkins, 28 years old, who ran the Squaw Peak 50 mile this summer, was working on a project to climb 100 unique peaks in the Wasatch this year. He was out near Box Elder Peak on Halloween, never returned. His body was found a couple days later over steep terrain, likely due to a fall. Condolences to the family on this one. I know we all like to push our limits, and sometimes it can go wrong. So I'll be careful out there. And with that, thanks for tuning in to episode 118 of Outhouse News. Thanks for checking out the show, and we'll see you next time. If you have crazy stories to share or question or feedback for the show, please leave a comment down below. If you'd like to directly support the show financially, consider becoming a Patreon supporter of this channel or pick up this custom pair of Jam Jam's eye sunglasses. Link below. Have a shitty week.